0: down go ahead and give it to me and i was like this is cool and then the the drummer sang back vocals and he goes break 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 down this is the greg cody show with greg cody pardon it here's your host greg cody
1: we didn't have any uh, honey
0: so I improvised and you'd ma- use maple syrup in my tea and it's not bad. No, yeah, I've done that. Have you? Well, I'll just drink maple syrup straight from the bottles. <laughs> 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 maple flask like, or like elf. That's right. Buddy the elf kind of had like a flask of syrup.
2: There's really nothing maple syrup can touch and that it makes it worse. Right. I mean, in the breakfast realm, I mean like an egg is fine with it. I like to dip my sausage in it. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> okay.
1: Hubba hubba. By the way, let me just correct you guys real quick. It's not syrup. It's syrup. By the way, we've started. This is the podcast. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's not syrup. It's syrup.
0: No, it's syrup. Okay. Oh, it's syrup. How what did that? I say? It? Did I say syrup or syrup? I don't know. You, now you I do in my head.
2: You're sipping on some up. Okay. All right. Nice ears, by the way. Thank you. I'm wearing. Yeah, my my headphones are at the studio, so I'm rocking my daughter's bunny ears headphones. They're really nice. Yeti's rocking some Greg oh. Cody show gear there. Wow. Look at
0: that. That's nice. right, everybody. We have merchandise.
2: Yes. Wow.
0: Live today. Yeah. You can what? go to GregCodyShow.com or TheGregCodyShow.com, yep. either one, and find our shop there. Click the shop link. Get yourself some hats. Get yourself some shirts. You want a wow. dog bandana? Maybe that's available. Maybe it's not. Check it out. I think we Whoa. should
2: claim, I know that we've claimed both of those websites, but we should just pick one. And then <laughs> if people type it, then they get there. But like, what are we going with? It's the Greg The
1: Greg You know, technically the podcast is called the Greg Cody show, but dot com.
2: I like it. Let's tell people the Greg Check it out. We're live. Uh, I have no idea what's for sale in the merchandise store. That's a good that that way to way to make it seem like we're organized around here. Dad, that's <laughs> I mean,
1: that's, it's like I'm glad we're online with it. I'm glad the store is Dad, finally open.
2: Dad, Yeti and I have been putting in the work. Yeti more than me. Like we're doing we're We got this. Like, like okay. we you just sit back, relax and let us handle it.
1: OK, it'd be nice if if.
2: Greg Cody had a say in it, but you know, Yeah, we've had like three meetings with you. Like the fact that you don't retain anything, like at some point your retention is going to be a big theme in this podcast. So I'm actually glad that you have completely forgotten three meetings that we've had recently.
0: We should peel back the curtain and reveal that like Greg's mantra this entire time is like, I only want like one item sold Yeah. and no one's going to buy anything from us. Why are we even doing this? Like yes. I've never <laughs> seen Greg so rattled with like, He's with, been, with, his, with doubt.
2: That's a good point. Let's prove my dad wrong here. My dad is very pessimistic about what you, the audience, are going to do as far as our merchandise store. We have a lot of fun things, more than my, like Yeti said, more than my dad would have hoped because my dad wanted to roll out one item a year for the next 10 years. (laughs) I don't have time for that.
0: (laughs) You really don't.
2: (laughs) That's another tie-in to this episode because... You and I, seeming old and being out of shape, Dad, is a theme that we will get oh to later God. in this episode. What do we have in this episode? This is a fun one.
1: It is. I mean, we we have the continuation of the father-son Cody Olympics, and you know, to quickly recap the sadness, I am down two nothing to Christopher after um, after golf and pool, and this time we do basketball, free throw shooting,
0: and ping pong. And uh, they need to go well for me. They really do. We need Struggle. to put it on the poll. Should you get winded shooting free throws? That's <laughs> <what> we- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was not pretty.
1: It was. It was a heave. Those free throws were a heave for me. I mean, I put up some air balls on free throws. I'm going to say that.
2: Let's just—we don't want to give away who won them yet. But let's just say it didn't go well for either of us. Like neither okay, of us—neither of us felt like I feel like it's a good way to tease it because it doesn't give away who won. Neither of us felt good about ourselves after the free throw competition. Right. No, that's And we also fair. Did, and- see that's uh, the good thing about this episode is those—that's on the back burner. The Olympics, like we oh, got. Yeah. To, uh, there's some Greg, Co- major Greg Cody
1: storylines that are going to be answered in this episode this week. Yeah. And and I want to, um, you know, I was thinking about it and it seems like uh, me uh, revisiting my past is sort of a uh, uh, an occasional theme, if not a running theme of this podcast. I think that's a product of growing older. But, you know, we just had on the Stratomatic guy uh, who relived a piece of my youth, the Stratomatic inventor. <laughs> We've had on my childhood neighbor, Gary, the bag Rosenfeld, who I think remains one of the, the most beloved guests in the history of this podcast. That's debatable. OK. <laughs> and today I loved Gary, the bag Rosenfeld. Yeah. Oh, don't we all bagging it? And today.
2: All right. So, you know, that very historically, my dad has claimed that he made a 50 yard field goal when he was what, dad, in his 20s, in your 20s? Yeah,
1: right. OK. Yes.
2: So we've always wanted to get to the bottom of that. We do today. We talked to Hal Habib of the Palm Beach Post, who was there on the scene for that event. We get to the bottom of that. We talked to Phil Taylor, a guy that my dad on the on the Levitard show a few weeks ago and for years now has claimed to have beaten in a foot race. Phil Taylor, a, a writer for Sports Illustrated. Well, at least he used to be. And he's written right. for the Miami Herald, longtime sports writer. So we have both of them on
1: today to get to the bottom of whether my dad is full of shit or not. Yeah. Thank you. And um, I can honestly say both of them had very surprising answers. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, so it's, that's going to be,
2: it's, it's quintessential Greg Cody. I'm excited for everyone to hear this. Yeah.
1: That, that's going to be exciting. And I feel like the 50 yard field goal has become a part of a um, uh, legacy and lore. I feel like it's mythic in its mm-hmm. uh, grandeur. And today for the first time, we have on the lone living witness to that 50-yard field goal. I, did, wow. I said that already. Yeah, it's wild. I know, but I said it more dramatically and in a bad voice. Right. So it takes on a little, <laughs> little bit extra. Um, so, that's, so this is exciting.
2: We got Cody Olympics. We got new merch. We're getting to the bottom of Greg Cody's sketchy
0: memory, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but also, Greg, you had a pretty good first round of the draft. Yes. Thank you, Yeti. Wow. Almost on cue. Well, let me percent, let me tell yeah. you real quick before we get into this. Yeah, yeah, our friend of the show, Steve Steve Arduini, who who you know famously failed at his alleged superpower of being able to rearrange letters in a word into alphabetical order. Yeah. He actually mirrored your picks for the first round and won his draft pool. There you go. Wow. You're welcome, Steve. He did something that? right. Is that, is that
2: Good job, Steve? Steve. Is that the Steve of Steve and Cat fame?
1: Hashtag Team Cat. Okay. Um I always compare my uh uh, I've been doing uh, a mock draft in the Miami Herald now for 31 years. This was my 31st annual. And how many Zagactos? Well, I always compare myself with Mel Kuyper, who is, you know, the, the father of mock drafts for ESPN. And uh, this year, uh, Z- Zagactos, of course, a.k.a. Exactos, are the right player to the right team, which is not as easy as it seems. And this year, um, uh, Kuyper and I both had six. So we tied. But there's a tiebreaker. It's called Super Zagactos. And that's right player to right team in exact draft order. And in that category, the final score was Cody 6, Kuiper 5.
2: Why? Because one of his his exact Zagactos was like a trade or something?
1: Yeah, there there were eight teams with um, two picks in the first round. So one of his picks was the right team, but not the right order. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so I mean on you guys tiebreaker. You,
2: you guys tied. That's not a tiebreaker. I mean, it's a legit tiebreaker. I won. That's just you needing to find a way to win, I think. Which which
1: which might be a theme in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I beat Kuiper on a tiebreaker. Don't don't take that away from me. Don't Dad, take that away from are you, me. Are you are does your voice like
2: this because it's just your voice now or because you were at Elton John the other night singing your ass off and and this is just a, by- a byproduct of both.
1: Yeah, that was Thursday night. And I've been a lifelong fan of Elton John. And I first knew about him in 1974, which is actually a couple of years after he became really big. Somebody- I was 19 years old. What a great time for me. I had just started working at the Herald. Just so much drugs. <laughs> uh, actually, the drugs hadn't quite started yet, but started. Um, Jesus. <laughs> I, I was just started working at the Herald. I had just started driving, actually. I think I might have had my first girlfriend. I mean, life Jesus. was good for me. And um, his name was Paula Radke. <laughs> no. <laughs> and some friends and I were meeting at a friend's house on the way to a concert at the Orange Bowl. And I didn't remember the date, so I looked it up. It was July 7th, 1974. Uh, the headliner was Leon Russell, but I remember him being totally dominated uh, and overshadowed uh, by another group on the bill called the Eagles. Anyway, on the way to that concert at this friend's house, I had never heard of Elton John at that point. I just, he wasn't on my radar. But part of the music playing was a song called Goodbye Yellow Rick Road which just astounded me. It, it was like nothing else I'd ever heard on the radio. I didn't know exactly what it was. It was a little trippy, uh, a little surreal, almost psychedelic, absolutely beautiful. And I was hooked. And 48 years later, Thursday night, your mom and I are at the Heat Arena, seeing his last uh, Miami concert of his farewell tour. And it was extremely emotional for me. Um, there were a couple of songs where I teared up, during rocket man and um uh someone saved my life tonight i think they were and i thought you wanted me to jump in uh, no i mean you can (laughs) you can jump in now if you want because i do wonder you guys are both a lot younger but i do wonder how common it is to have one musical artist who has been that big a part of your life
2: well, we're not old enough to have followed someone as long as you, but obviously, I'm sure Yeti has a more, you know, bigger connection to a group than I do. I mean, I have some acts that I like, but the, I just want to make fun of real fast that you're actually buying that this is his last time coming to Miami. Can we just say that? Can I just get on the record there in saying that Elton John will be performing in South Florida at some other point? Okay, I would take you up on that. I, I don't want to po- put, I don't, I, I don't want to poop on your tears, but. I feel like this. This is the longest farewell tour ever. You really, Dad. You 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 genuinely think he's not going to be back to South Florida
1: ever? It's a, a farewell tour in its fourth year because the pandemic ate away two full years of it and erased two full years of it. And yeah, he's seventy-five years old. I'm totally convinced this absolutely will be his last major world tour. Now, I do think he's got he's as popular as he ever was or virtually because um, he just had his biggest hit in decades with Dua Lipa. Yeah. That was a good song. Yeah. And, and by the way, the crowd the other night was noticeably younger than most Elton John crowds. And it was because of the Dua Lipa duet. So at any rate, he's still going to put out music. I'm sure he's still going to do, the occasional, um, uh, you know, concert, but he's not going to tour anymore.
2: Well, there you go. I mean, I mean if that, that kind of counts, Yeti, I'm sure you have one of those.
0: Greg saying he's not going to do an extensive tour anymore, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, now, Greg, if you really, you know, wanted to be funny, you would have said you would have started tearing up during Saturday Night's Alright for fighting. But you know, <laughs> you know that would have been the one or Crocodile Rock. You know, yeah, there you go. Or the-, <laughs> <laughs> the bitches back, maybe. You know, uh, Tom Petty, actually, I fell in love with his music before I ever even heard of the Beatles. Um, wow. He is the reason I wanted to make music. I There were some friends practicing for a talent show and they played Breakdown. They were just in our high school auditorium. I was waiting for dad to pick me up for, you know, late after school for some reason. And, and uh, these three guys, they were called the Mystery Machine. They started everything out. I'd never heard the song before. They kicked the chorus and, uh, you know, goes, Breakdown! Go ahead and give it to me. And I was like, this is cool. And then the, the drummer sang backup vocals. And he goes, break, break, break down. When that hit, I was like, I don't even play guitar yet. I But I want to write songs and I want to be in a band. Wow. It just it changed my life right there. I didn't even start playing guitar for another year and a half after that. But that's that's when it all set in. So Tom Petty. It's the least surprising thing in the world that you knew the exact moment that
2: you like <laughs> wanted to love music
0: yeah <laughs> i do pinpoint those things tom Petty's one of those ones
2: i'm so pissed that i never got to see him live yeah, yeah that, that one truly me too that got me
0: yeah the yeah. beatles are my favorite but i followed him longer um easy and and you know, dave girl you know because nirvana was a big thing for me when i when i first got into music but no one more than mc hammer dad gun it i'm just kidding <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> dad just i just want you to know that that Thing that like that two minute spiel you did on Elton John was like really cool. And if your voice wasn't crap, it probably would go viral.
1: <laughs> I mean, I could, I could do an entire podcast on Elton John. I didn't even start to mention how much I've admired him um, outside of music for um, his AIDS foundation has raised more money to fight AIDS than anybody else on the globe. Uh, his advocacy for gay rights, um, his championing of younger artists is legendary in the business. I mean, he's just really had a career that's that's epic in every way and um, just such an admirer. And there are millions and millions like me. His following is um, adoration. Uh, it's hard to describe. I, I saw somebody
2: like my age at that concert you were at and i saw on their instagram story did he end it like getting like lifted up like into the screen like like it it looked like he was being lifted from a crane into the screen to like (laughs) was that his exit was that his big exit
1: it's he he's done that on his we've seen other it won't surprise you we've seen other concerts of his on the farewell tour right and you'll see more and and no i won't and he always does that (laughs) And it's the word, if I if I was his agent or, you know, producer or whatever, I would dissuade him from the way he ends a concert, okay? Because he's 75 years old, and frankly, he he looks it on stage. I mean, he, he doesn't move very well. He walks with a limp despite hip surgery. And at the end of the concert, he comes on for his encore, dressed in a bathrobe, in an old man bathrobe. <laughs> and at the end as the people are bathing him in outrageous sonic applause he gets in a chairlift and he ascends the equal of about three stories into the ether into the mist yeah it's odd it's beautiful visually but it really accentuates that wow this is a really old guy. You just said it's not beautiful <laughs> beautifully, essentially. I mean, <laughs> it's it's beautiful visually, but it it to me it doesn't end the right way. It, it's it's an anticlimactic end to the concert. But that's a nitpick. You
2: know what's not anticlimactic? Our two interviews that we got coming up right here.
1: <laughs> nice segue. I agree. They're they're profound. Uh, and, and like I say, there's a surprise in both of them. This these two interviews We get to to the bottom
2: of whether my dad is full of shit or not. The first one is with Phil Taylor.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDST.
2: Formally of SI.
0: in it! <laughs> well done. Back in a thing.
1: Look at that guy. Cody's. Yo. All right. How you doing? Good. Hanging in there. That's, uh, um, the, the third gentleman in the set is uh, my son, Chris Bunny Ears Cody. Yeah. Yes. My
2: daughter. My, I'm using my daughter's headphones right now. It's tough times over here. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Chris looks like the baby picture you showed me of him yeah. shortly after his
2: birth. Everyone yes. says my face is really never like I've looked this way since I was like six months old. Yeah. My mom tells me,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that good or bad? That's a good thing. As you get older, it's a good thing.
2: Somehow my hairline is the same yeah. as when I was six months old though. So like, that's okay. the that's bad thing.
1: Phil, I, I was actually um, telling Christopher that uh, the era of our famous foot race, I think was when he was like a toddler. Yeah. Would it have been like very early nineties? Like, when was that? I was in Miami from like 83 to 87.
2: So it was before I was born. I was born in 87. So. Yeah. Okay. Good math. Classic Greg Cody getting, it seems like that might be a theme here of Greg Cody getting the facts wrong.
3: Yeah. You know, I'm kind of wondering if this was some sort of, you know, fantasy that was ginned up at at some point. Because, you know, if you're, if you're remembering the nineties, (laughs) that's.
1: That. I, I don't, Phil, I, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. <laughs> I mean, listen, this whole thing started yeah. when we're, we're speaking with the great Phil Taylor, who uh, I think of, he, you and I were were Miami Herald stablemates basically in the 80s. Right. Correct. Correct. And, and what did you mainly cover at the Herald? I actually started out as
3: a news reporter at the Herald uh, as, a, as an intern. I was covering Delray Beach City Politics. Yeah. <laughs> great beat. Yeah, it was. It was, you know. <laughs> It was plump, it was cushy. Uh, yeah. And, um, Christine Brennan, who was on the Herald sports staff at the time. Of course. He left to go to the Washington Post. And somebody knew that I liked sports. And they asked me if I wanted to join the sports department. So this was probably in 84 that I okay. joined the sports department. And I, and I covered, you know, I was like the third or fourth guy on UM, UM football, you know, did some Dolphins, sidebars, and then the U.M. basketball program started, covered them for their first probably two seasons or something.
1: So the rumor started the rumor um, that in a late 80s foot race between you and I, that I won <laughs> the rumor. It was a rumor started by me on the Levitard show podcast. And um, I have a longstanding standing Philosophy in, in life that if I don't really remember something specifically, I give myself the benefit of the doubt. I Is that wrong? Uh, th-
3: no, yes. I'll, 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 I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what do you remember of that foot race? I do not remember a foot race. I mean, that. Ah, what I have no recollection of any foot race ever happening. No way. No, I, I have no recollection of that. Uh, wow. So it's not as though. I'm, you know, disputing the results. I I'm, I don't think it ever happened, Greg.
2: This is interesting cuz this honestly makes me think that it, it it could go 50-50 now. Like maybe he is telling the truth and you just don't remember.
3: I mean, you know, that's possible. We're we're both older now, but Right. but I I feel as though I, I mean, I was no great athlete or anything, but you know, this would have been I would have been in my mid 20s and the one thing I could do really was run. I was pretty fast and I just can't, you know, I yeah, just no. can't even, not only can I not remember it, I really can't envision a scenario <laughs> in which that could have taken place. The race could have happened. And that would be, it would be more likely that I would forget about it because I won. Yes. Right.
2: <laughs> that is true. Wow. You, losing you know, to Greg. Yes. Losing to Greg Cody in a foot race would be
1: memorable. That's right. a good point.
3: Right. Yeah. I'm well, back. Was... I'm back on
1: Phil's side. <laughs> okay. You not remembering the race is not at all what I expected because I asked my wife, do you remember when I raced Phil Taylor? And she absolutely remembered it. Oh, okay. Where I mean, like, where was it, dad? Paint the
2: okay. picture here. How did you race?
1: Like what? Like...
3: Exactly. You're corroborating witnesses. I mean, Yeah. Okay.
1: At the time, uh, I, I think both of our wives were watching the race. I think we lived in a townhouse and I think you all were visiting us. And we went to a park right up the street.
2: Has that ever happened right there? First, Phil, do you remember ever going to my dad's house and like hanging?
3: Uh, I do. I yeah. I, I do vaguely recall. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. We're heating up now. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm a lawyer, and this is like a, a case. I, I, we need your mother on the phone because <laughs> her on the Zoom because she literally remembered. Now yeah. she, she remembered she, Phil winning, she did. but. Wow. So now there's three,
2: like now this is all over the place. Dad, he he definitely won. I I feel like I'm prepared to, I'm prepared. My mom has a good memory. I'm prepared to rule on this. I think it happened and Phil whooped your ass and that like, that's it.
3: Erlene a much more reliable source to me,
2: you
3: know? Yes. I mean, if if you said it happened and you beat me, that would give me really cause to, to, you know, doubt my
1: own memory. Right. See, she she even remembered a detail. Okay. She uh, in her mind, she remembers you stumbling a little out the gate <laughs> and me being ahead for like the first 10 yards <laughs> and then you just racing past me. Yeah. Oh. That, that's in
2: that there it is landlines oh, in 2022. On, landlines ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> And he's answering it too. Like, it's just like, you think you just let it go. And would you unplug right. it? We'll un... No, nope, not editing we'll it out, leaving it, it in, okay. leaving it all in.
1: Um, <laughs> Phil, you're, you're an NBA expert. Is that right? So we, are we moving away from the race now?
2: Dad, you're taking the L on it though, right? I'm with Phil. Like there needs to be a, like, we need to like, let's finish this before we talk basketball. Okay. There is
1: no evidence that I lost that race beyond your mother's faulty memory.
2: No, my mom's a great like my mom's very trusted. She's she's married to you. Like she's going like her honesty with this. Like she has no reason to lie about this. Like why would she go against you unless she's
1: being honest? I, I feel like Phil not recalling the race at all is really damning evidence against his having. No, won.
2: I think it's he's right. His point is so right. Like a, a race he won is just like I would forget that. Whereas if he lost to Greg Cody, it'd be like,
1: whoa, I'm never going to forget that. see i think the opposite is true i think if you well first of all over the years phil how many foot races have you run in
2: (laughs) more than you might
3: imagine
1: there you go Uh, really
3: yeah yeah more than you might imagine
2: there you go just just like one-on-one challenges well remember, like he said, it was his main thing. So that's the thing he would bust out. If like anyone was coming at him, he's like, You want to race? I'll race you for it.
3: exactly. You know, I Man. will say oh, that, you know, when I was in college at D- division three school, and I, I didn't do it for very long, but my freshman year, I did run track and I was a sprinter and I was on the on the four by one hundred relay team and
1: wow, No
2: shot my dad won. All right, this is clear now. I, I was I clear.
3: was, you know, faster than your average guy off yeah. the street. My this is
1: clear. This is clear now. The jury's ruled no. It's not clear. I feel like if you stumble and yet rally to beat Greg Cody in City Park, you never forget it. <laughs> it's clearly he like literally forgot it.
3: Yeah, I, okay. I it. You're, <laughs> one of, you're one of you more you know more than a few guys who I who I beat in right, Yes, if,
1: if there he not. is. All right. Well, with due respect, Phil, I am not going to take the loss on this. I um, yes, you are.
3: You know what, uh, Greg, because we, I, I thought we had put this to bed because this is not the first time that this has come up. It was, it was, I don't know, several years ago, I think I was on Dan's show and we were talking about something else. And and I think you said at that time, did you know, or maybe Dan said, Greg Cody has been telling us that he beat you in a race.
2: Wow. So you've been saying this for years, yeah. Dad. That's wild. That's
3: why, <laughs> That's why on Twitter I said, You know, I was surprised you were still (laughs) perpetuating this myth. I thought I had quashed
2: it.
1: Well, I love it. I mean, you don't even know that it happened. Oh, stop it, Dad. Take the L. Take the L. It's lost in his memory, whereas I have a memory of me winning. (laughs) And your mother thinks I lost, so it's even. She (laughs) thinks I lost. We need to ask Phil one (laughs) more. Phil thinks it didn't even happen. (laughs) Who's usually right when you and Erlene disagree? Thank you. I refuse. I take the Fifth Amendment on that uh, on that question. All right. (laughs) I I can't answer that. But All right. Well, this is um, this has been a surprise ending by you because I thought surely you would have remembered that uh, yeah. foot race.
3: No, I, I had no recollection of it. Yeah. But this
1: All is right. kind
2: of like the foot race in that at the beginning I was leaning towards my dad. But yeah. Phil just flew right by you. And now Phil's the way not like, remembering in this interview and in the literal race. But no, but just like with mom facts, like as the conversation went on, it's become clearer and clearer. Kind of like that race. Yeah. Yeah. OK,
3: your son is very, he's a very intelligent man.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Especially when he agrees with you, am I right? Yeah. Especially okay. when I'm wearing bunny ears. <laughs> um, Phil, we're gonna let you go. I really appreciate you uh, coming on to catch up. And um, my pleasure. Uh, the next time we uh, have a rematch of a race that you don't recall ever happening, <laughs> um, uh, I you will be the favorite. But I want a twenty yard. Head start on a forty yard. No, dash. Dad,
2: you are not. I'm not. Dad, as your as your agent, you are not running any races anymore. Like <laughs> you the like. By the way, and this is not a joke, Phil. We're about to talk next to Hal Habib about whether my dad actually made a fifty yard field goal. Like this episode is catch my dad in lies uh, week. Okay. So
3: is, this is the sort of thing. I you know th- this is what I mean. Th- these are the sort of things that that, that happen as we age. It's like, yeah, you know, the, the older we get, the better we used to be. Kind of. Thing. <laughs>
1: Thanks for okay, joining well, us, unlike man. Unlike Phil, I can guarantee that uh, Hal Hever remembers the occasion of my 50 <laughs> yard attempt. The question is whether or not he agrees with my memory that I actually made a 50 yard field goal.
2: Oh, God. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You know,
0: I
3: remember, I, I feel like I remember, you know, we used to talk a lot back then about yeah. can we kick a 50 yard field goal? Can we, we used to talk, one thing we talked about was, um, whether I could score a point against just a decent NBA player. Oh, and the wow. yep. NBA player we picked, this tells you how long ago it was, was Danny Ainge. <laughs> wow. And we talked about whether I could score a point like in a game with one-on-one, I think it was like one-on-one to 21. Could I, could I get a point off of him?
2: Get a point. I think <clears> you'll <throat> just like, you'll just pop a shot, right? You'll right. get a shot off, hopefully. Right. In
3: yeah. fact, taking a page out of Greg's book, I remember playing Danny Ainge and <laughs> scoring a point. <laughs> off of him. Uh,
1: yeah, he may not remember yeah danny doesn't remember though it that's totally the happens. thing yeah, i think part happen. of that conversation phil was actually uh me i think uh claiming that i could score a point off uh chris everett on yes, a tennis court
3: that's right yeah that's wow right. See, memory yes. lane
2: so you've yeah. been the same dad your entire life yeah. you haven't changed yeah. well i'm consistent yeah <laughs>
1: It's amazing that Phil remembers that, but he doesn't remember the foot race. That
2: means his memory. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Cause it stands out. Maybe. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. Okay. All right. Oh, I love all right. it. Thank you, Phil. My pleasure. All right. Thanks, Phil. Good catching up with you. Yeah. Same here. Okay. I, th- I think this begs for you and I getting your mother on the phone at some point. Let's call her right now. Okay. Because I can't let our audience believe that I'm totally making up this foot race. I may have misremembered winning, but I am not making this up. Remember, she can't hear you. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, that's an, uh, we're,
2: I'm recording a podcast. That's a nice uh, hello from my mother. Um, so we just got off the phone with Phil Taylor, and yeah. he doesn't remember this foot race at all, that dad. <laughs> That's how unimportant it was. In his That's life. what I mean. And he's saying that it's so unforgettable because he clearly won. And he would like, he'd remember if he lost to Greg Cody. So like, oh, I just need you like, uh, we're, my dad is claiming still victory here. Like how clear is this memory for you? Oh, no, it's clear. Like you're, you're a thousand percent sure. Like, give it me. A... Was, I think it was before you were born. Right. That makes sense because dad thought it was in the nineties. The Cause he thought I was like two or three. And Phil was like, I left the Herald in eighty-seven. So this like it's all coming together. Mom says it's before I was born. Phil was with the Herald before I was born. Dad, okay. you lost this race. Dad can't hear mom, you can't hear dad right now. But dad, respond for a second.
1: Well, uh I think I won the argument by virtue of the fact Phil Taylor doesn't even remember the race happening.
2: Okay. Dad's just holding he's just holding in his hat in his hand that Phil didn't remember the race. So but mom does, and she gave a detail that makes it definitely before 87 you said i was a toddler right like that's just i was minus a toddler
3: correct i mean by the time you were a toddler we lived in the other house and i know
2: right what park it was at i remember it was in the old park in lauder hill i remember it was at the you know the park down the street from there on 82nd i i mean i, I remember i remember that the, the joke was that the fact that we were even having a race because phil's younger than dad probably 10 years
3: so to yeah. begin with, even though back then, dad was old, obviously a lot younger. He, I mean, this guy was
2: in his 20s. No, that is exactly what Phil said. God, I wish Phil was still here. We should have done this with Phil on the phone. And I was in my 30s as a chicken. Yeah, you were in your 30s, dad. and like, and like, And you guys were joking at that time about him being more in his prime than you, is what mom right. is saying dad this is it it's a thousand percent any jury in america right now after hearing all of this would dad you lost the race oh he lost the race the fact he even wanted the race just tells you everything you need to know about yeah. it he
1: hasn't changed a bit
2: the fact it, it tells a lot about dad that he f- turned that into a win at some point though at one point yeah. that's a memory dad had and it just and then at one point he flipped it to a win interesting of course all right mom thank you yeah the
1: 50-yard field goal is next we're about to talk to Hal Habib so I'll talk to you later all right uh he who doesn't even remember an event cannot claim victory Dad, in you're it.
2: just holding on to this one thing every other detail that we've learned like you at some point just flipped it like it definitely happened Phil is wrong because it happened he doesn't remember it but yeah. it happened
1: I'm very insulted that... Way uh, to
2: create a memory with Phil Taylor, by the way. What do you mean? Phil Taylor's lives... He's lived such a life that that day that he came over and enjoyed a nice day with you, nothing, no recollection of it. I mean, he does remember (laughs) coming over your house. So like maybe the hang was okay. Right. Were you guys smoking weed back in that day? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't want to ask
1: Phil that because I don't know how he was like, but... Yeah, that's... uh, we, We don't want to go there. I mean... That may or may not still have been in my weed era. Your weera. My weird era continues. Okay. Let's get to Hal Habib. Let's right. let's continue this
2: conversation of, is Greg Cody full of shit?
1: Okay. We're speaking with Hal Habib, who uh, covers the Miami Dolphins for the Palm Beach Post. Hal is a survivor, uh, as I am, in, uh, in print journalism. We both remember when... Uh, Newspaper staffs were large and had dozens of people, and now uh, both of our newspaper staffs are down to less than ten. Is that right, Hal?
4: You could count it on this hand,
1: right here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. In fact, you were yeah. we were speaking with one third of the Palm Beach Post uh, sports writing staff. I think at this point.
4: There, there you go. That's that's <laughs> it. I, you know, here's a weird fact for you, Greg. That I bet you've never thought of, but outside of people related to me. I've probably known you longer than anyone else on the planet.
1: Wow.
2: How about that? Paint the picture for how strange my dad is. Come on.
4: Oh, that's easy. (laughs) I I know what you're going to get to eventually, Greg, but (laughs) what I want to get to is whether you've told your, your listeners and viewers about the remarkable, unique skill you have, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm not I'm afraid to, to ask, but no. What do you mean?
4: I'm talking about the two or three dozen pens that are probably still in the ceiling on Sunrise Boulevard <laughs> in our old office. You had javelin throwers like accuracy with planting these pens in the ceiling.
2: That <laughs> wow.
1: Is I did not expect yep. that. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I I think it was one of those um styrofoam weird ceilings where if you threw a pen or even a pencil but the pencil had to be super sharp with a fine point. If you threw it just right, it would stick up there. But why would you do that? I think is what a lot of people are thinking. Uh, I I think we I think we had way too much time on our hands back then. A <laughs> rain delay or something or no, this was in the office. Oh, okay. Like instead of actually working and, you know, <laughs> How that was the uh, the John Wollen era, wasn't it? It
4: it, it was. I uh, I mean, you had you mentioned a strange word in there a minute ago. Working. What what are you yeah, talking about? Working an office to work? together.
1: Like, you guys had
2: an office. That's weird.
4: Well, yeah, it was a very cozy office. Yep. In what is I think now a real estate building. Next to the Hustler Building.
1: Yeah, that's right, the Hustler. And, yeah, uh,
4: there were a lot of really talented people who went through that building, though. There were. So it was. Those were some really cool times.
1: They they were. Now that um that era and and the era of of you being uh, perhaps the only living witness to um <laughs> to my fifty yard field goal attempt. Um, that was when exactly? Like what year was that? Do you remember?
4: Uh, probably. Late 70s? I'm wow. Say.
1: Okay. Geez. So that does go way back. So I was minus 10. Late 70s. Okay. Now it has become legendary, Hal, because I keep mentioning yeah, it. Yeah, it's not legendary. It's just you saying it. <laughs> Maybe mythic. <laughs> mythic would be the word uh, that in my ute back in the mid, uh, <laughs> late 70s, I kicked a 50 yard field goal. I've said that on the Levitard show. Nobody believes I me. Said it during sex. Uh, well, and and yet, this man, Hal Habib, was there. Now, Hal, what is your recollection of all this? Please tell me he missed it. Please tell me
2: he missed it.
4: I have no idea what you're talking about, Greg. <laughs>
2: <He> <laughs> that, we were just on the line with Phil Taylor, <laughs> who my dad claims he beat in a foot race, and Phil didn't remember it at all. So, you, like, if you said that, God. we would believe you.
4: I have no idea what this foot race business is all about, <laughs> but even not knowing... I can totally vouch for the fact that Bill Taylor kicked your dad's butt.
2: Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. My mom said the same thing. My mom said the same thing and she was there. So that's, right. but, but right, to the I'll field take goal. i on that one. All right. To the field goal. No chance. To the field goal. Well, did it happen? Did my dad make it? Set the record straight.
4: I, and I've heard that through uh, third parties that you've actually invoked my name. Yes. As a witness uh, before.
1: <laughs> I have. First, Hal, let me tell you what I remember. Uh, I don't remember exactly where it happened, but the way I remember it is that the bet was, and I don't even remember who the bet was with, the bet was I would have 10 attempts from 50 yards. And in my mind, I missed nine in a row. Wow. And then on the 10th attempt, the ball hit the crossbar and dramatically bounced in. What do we got, Hal?
4: I think that I can prove for a minute here that my memory of this whole thing is pretty exact, except for two points. Uh, One of those points I was hoping, Greg, you could kind of settle for me, is who the third person was as a witness. I, I thought it might have been Phil. Or maybe, maybe, I don't know, Mark Newman or somebody like that. There was a third writer. Well, Phil
2: said in the previous interview that he was only from the at the Herald from 80, like two to 87 or
1: something. So if it was in the 70s, it was probably before Phil Taylor. Wow. I'm going to have to reach out to Mark Newman. In my memory, you are the only living witness Still roaming the earth. Check back next week. Now we got next week's episode. This is exciting. OK,
4: so you, you're going to have another witness coming <laughs> on board here.
1: Well, meantime, we are relying just on your memory. All
4: uh, right. This was one of those days where we had nothing to do. <laughs> and and you <laughs> and you shut off your mouth saying you could kick this field goal. Right. And um, I was covering high school sports at the time. So we went over to Fort Lauderdale High. I knew the football coach. And I asked him to borrow a football. (laughs) And as soon as he got done laughing over why we were borrowing his football, (laughs) he handed it to me. From there, we went to Holiday Park, very close by. We went to the Northwest Field.
2: Oh, love the details here.
4: You were aiming at the South goalpost.
2: Post. Wow, Yes. Gee.
4: I mean, are we talking details here? I love this. Wow. And I believe that you were, for whatever ridiculous reason, you were Nude. kicking uh. barefoot, I believe. Is that, does that sound that could crazy? Very well, that, that sounds yes, right.
1: That could very well be true. I spent a lot of my life barefoot at that time. <laughs> That's why your feet look like they do. Thank you. <laughs>
4: I don't need any visual yeah. evidence. Of that. <laughs> Please no. Right.
1: No, I think uh, I think I probably would have kicked barefoot. Yeah.
4: Okay. I, why would you do that? It-
1: I love the idea. I love.
2: I. You said how that you have two details here that you don't remember. I love the idea of you remembering which direction he was kicking it in, but not whether or not he. I hope we're building up to you not remembering whether he made it or not. Go ahead. Keep continue. I'm excited.
4: Well, we we totally agree. Nine attempts. He, you know, he he kicked a couple. And, and missed by enough that we almost ceased to continue watching. We were that confident that he was going to lose his bet. Wow. So finally, wow. he got to like number nine, and he missed again. And we all know what's coming at number 10. And I guess I should stop here and disappoint you, Greg, Whoa! by saying that my memory, the part that I'm not sure of, is whether it was really 50 yards or 40.
2: Oh, wow. I love it. I know that's
4: like a buzzkill. Oh. But I can't swear it was I love it. Um,
2: That sounds perfect.
4: Might have been 40. But Chris, I'm going to disappoint you with the next part. He lines up for attempt number 10. The ball's in the air and it's going, it's going, it's going. Starts to come down. Hits the crossbar. Bounces over. And I just fall on the ground. Can't believe it. I'm just laughing my butt off.
2: That is great. No. All right.
4: He actually did hit the crossbar and make it. He did like a reverse Cody Parker. <laughs> he doinked it.
2: Dad, Hal knew what direction exactly on which field. It was a 40-yard field goal. I've heard enough. Well, let's. you know, Hal
1: <laughs> hell, hell doesn't seem quite sure whether it was 40 or 50. So here we go. There's a theme
2: here. My dad just like... <laughs> I love this. This It could have been 50.
4: Frank, what's it worth to you for me to say it? <laughs> yeah. <50? laughs>
1: well, um we'll we'll go with your memory. I'll take a 40-yard field goal at this that's point. That's still impressive. So that's what I mean, Dad. That's a
2: classic you. Is that 40-yard field goal is not a lot of people could do that and you did it, but you made it 50 the barefoot thing is weird. Was it? Cause like, it was this, like that just how you rolled in the
1: seventies. You just yeah. didn't wear shoes at all. Yeah. I, I was coming out of my hippie era. I think. Oh so, <laughs> hell. You think it might've been Mark Newman.
4: That's just a guess. I mean, I'm
1: trying to think of who, who else, else,
4: had... else could it have been. Right. We're wow. going to
2: have Mark Newman on next week for sure. I'm going uh, to, we're, we're doing it. So this is exciting. So
1: that he can go. Nah, it wasn't me.
2: I know. And then, all right. Talk to you later. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, Hell, I want to let you go with this. I would like you to um hold out, The possibility that it really was a fifty-yard field goal.
4: It it was. It's possible.
1: Mm. Thank you. It it is. I want to know. My dad
2: is so annoying with his like wordplay and stuff, and he loves messing with names. How often in your time knowing him has he said for the halibut?
4: Oh, he would. I would hear that.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally, I'll still call him halibut if if it slips.
4: Yeah, we we had a lot of uh, we had our own language in that office, really. (laughs) We really did stuff that would make no sense to anybody else.
1: Thank you for the memory of the pens in the ceiling. Yeah, because I had honestly forgotten that.
4: How could you forget that? That's your uh, unbelievable skill. You you'd finish an interview and be so excited that it would be whoop straight up. (laughs) That's
2: so fun that the theme of this episode is you forgetting shit.
1: I just want you to know that, (laughs) Uh, and and me having unusual skills like pens in the ceiling
4: and kicking barefoot. Yes, forty or fifty yards. Kicking
1: fifty yard field goals.
2: Forty yards. That's an underrated part of this story. Is the barefoot thing? Like I don't know who
1: does that. That's weird. Thanks, Hal, for joining us. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. Uh, Thanks, Hal. Appreciate it.
0: Greg, did you even live at 1440? (laughs) Was your dad even named Wild Bill Cody? Yes. I I have some serious questions now about the the, the stories you've been telling me the whole time. Well, I was shocked
1: that um, we we talked to two corroborators from my past. One didn't even, uh, Phil doesn't even remember the race happening. And Hal, all of a sudden, is shortening my record field goal from 50 to 40, he thinks. It's blasphemous. But what kind of witness... Erlene Cody's a great witness, though. Like, the fact that she remembers it so
2: perfectly, why would she go against my dad? That's So right. that's just... Wait, no, that's not... I'm saying that's against you, right, Yeti? Oh. What's your verdict, Yeti? All
0: right, if I'm your dad's attorney, I'm going to try to say, of course she's going to go against him because she's trying to bust his chops at all times because he's annoyed her for the last 40 years. <laughs> um, that's but, fair. Uh, but... If as me is just yeti, not not Greg Cody's attorney, yeah, she's she's telling the truth, you know. And 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 Phil put it right, like you know, she is she's the one to trust here, yeah. And and uh, the fact she had
2: some details about like the fact that they were joking about like why are we even doing this, right? Like there were some details there that was like, yeah, she remembers this. I
1: I want to go on record being very disappointed with P. Taylor for not even uh not even remembering the damn race. I mean, come on, Phil. It, well, it's another thing. Like it would be much
2: more memorable if you had beaten him, but it was just right. another day at the office racing people for him. But in some it's, ways, and if I'm
0: Greg Cody's attorney, I will argue before the court that he is trying. He was so devastated by the shame of being beaten by a one Gregory Paul Cody that um, it must have caused hysterical amnesia. <laughs> there you go. Of that one event.
1: That's fair. But
2: uh, uh, well, I'm and not the your f- attorney. And so then the field no, goals.
0: will no, beat you. Take the L, Greg. And then
2: the field goals fifty forty yards after all that. See right. that. I can't wait. Still impressive. I can't wait to play that
1: sound on the Levitard show. No, like, that oh, yeah. is going to be great. There was oh, no need for Hal Habib to ruin the legend <laughs> of the fifty-yard field goal. Look,
0: it you should just... be proud of a forty-yard field goal, especially if you did it barefooted, like he said. Right? That's, that's in my easy.
2: dad's defense. It's pretty hilarious the way Hal did it. Of like, I just, I, I'm not sure. It could have been forty. It could have been fifty. Just. Bringing in a little doubt. (laughs) Him even himself being unsure, but just mentioning it is so perfect. It's almost as if I texted Hal beforehand and was like, please... (laughs) Say something. Wait a minute, you didn't. I don't you're... have a, I swear to God, I did not. Okay. And I should have. Just... <laughs> well,
0: once again, as Greg Cody's attorney, though, you know, it could have been the 40-yard field goal never takes into account the extra 10 yards for the actual goal. So if he kicked it from the 40, that you know, it technically traveled 50 yards, right? Yeah, yeah, another, not yeah but these football. sports writers,
2: sports writers know how to track, a f- they, they were counting
1: the, the end zone. I'm taking a 50-yard field goal. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Cal was not sure. He thinks it could have been fifty. That's what we're going. That's with. the halibut. <laughs> there we go. That is the halibut.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that, that was really good. Loved hearing Phil and Hal. Yeah. That was fun to listen back to. Now we've got to get we got to get moving. We have got to get to the Olympics. I know. I, two events. Uh, me
2: and my dad are very uh, ashamed of, of 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 what's going on here. Let's get to the first one first. It's the third event in this. It's free throws. Mm. We are shooting free throws. Fifty free throws. The best of fifty. Uh. I'll just go in saying
1: neither of us were happy with our performances, but let's see who won. I'm gonna. I just want to slip in that it was very nostalgic because we shot free throws on the same court where uh, I coached Chris Cody to a youth championship.
0: The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody presents The Cody Family Olympics Brought to you by The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody Father versus son Old versus young Not athletic versus someone who Just a few years ago turned out to be more athletic Than any listener had previously imagined Five weeks, ten events, a house divided. Who will reign victorious? The Cody Family Olympics, brought to you by The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody.
2: All right, we are here in a gym. The old stomping grounds where I played rec basketball growing up. I've hit many a three in this gym. Yep. Um, Me and you have, you know, tossed the old... uh, Ball around for the last ten minutes, warming up, and yep. a little bit of a wake-up call for both of us. Yes, it's been t- it's been tough. I uh, both of I, us need to turn on some magic here. This uh, could look very embarrassing for us.
1: Yeah, I got to. Uh, it's been so long since I've done free throws. I have to. I can't do a set free throw. I pretty much just got to make a jump shot. That's all I got to
2: do. I'm kind of with you. Like, I used to be able to just do it without jumping, and now there has to be a little bit of a – we both sound really old. Let's just get to it. One of us more than the other one. Yeah, but (laughs) my my jumper is not – I used to – I have a jumper, so hopefully I find it. Um, But here we are. We're about to do best of 50. We're going to do 25 at a time. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right, I'm going first. Here we go. All right, we're at the halfway point of our best of 50 free throws we've each done 25 i'm not happy with my i'm winning so far by a decent amount i'm not happy with my performance how are you feeling i have 13 out of 25 so slightly above 50 percent. and dad came in with a whopping six out of 25 so it is a big wake-up call for our athleticism how are you feeling
1: terrible i mean uh this is an event that I actually thought I had a chance to win And after being 0-2 in the first two events uh, This is uh, a rude awakening for me So far, it ain't over I feel like we're going to make it out of here alive Like, I feel like you're going uh, to I, You've coughed a few times, but you don't seem too bad No, I'm, I'm a little winded A little sweaty, but uh, we're good, man I'm looking forward to the next 25 I, I, I want to get above I want to get to 70% at least yes, How man, You're going to happen ah,
2: God, what happened to me? Age am I? Age am I right? As he's wheezing, let's do this second half. <laughs> All right, this was a real wake up call for me, and for me. Yeah. Wow. We both did terrible. I mean, I won, but I think the bigger story here is just how we feel about ourselves. Well, you at least hit b- the better half. You're over fifty percent. Yeah. Just to get that out of the way, I won. I got twenty six out of fifty, so fifty to what two percent?
1: My dad got eleven out of fifty. Which is twenty two percent for those uh without a calculator at home. And uh that's a wake up call because back in my day, uh I swear I did I could do seventy percent and now I'm a shell of that, so
2: it's wow. does it this is kind of like are you still going to be parading around saying you could hit a major league fastball
1: like is this kind of it's just like is this just an overall wake-up call for you about your age i wouldn't say it's an overall wake-up call um i am down three nil in the cody olympics the father-son olympics uh we have a big event coming up i fully expect to win uh, ping pong con- i have conceded nothing um so we're gonna take it from here
2: like i I used to have a good little jumper and today I was close, but I just hadn't, I have not played a lot in the last five, ten years. So it's just, I used to be able to like not play for a couple of years and, do better. I just i, I this is a wake up call for me. Like I, I legitimately
1: might get into shape now, and it might be because of this basketball outing. Yeah, I looked to find uh, a rhythm that was never there. There were a couple of times when I'd make two in a row, but I could never go on one of those runs where you make five out of six and you're starting to feel good. It's, it's just really at the, that- at the free throw line. You
2: got to use your legs. I remember that now. Like when I played one year of travel basketball, like at the free throw line, they're like, use your legs. Right. And the ones where that that you don't use your legs, they come up short and.
1: You start getting tired because you're out of shape and it's just, you can hear us right now. We're beaten down. Yeah, and then what you just said is totally true with me. I was not using my legs. I was just pushing the ball with my arms. A lot of times... I didn't want to say it during it because I didn't want to give you an advice because <laughs> I'm still trying to crush you.
2: Yeah, I know that. I know that. I said it to you while we were doing it. I feel like you could, on your day off, come here. This is 10 minutes from your house, once a week, and just do what we just did for an hour. Break, right. a, break a little sweat. You realize what we just did is good exercise right? No, I get that. Like, if you did that once a week for a month, in a, in, in a month you'd probably be shooting over 50 yeah, percent no totally i'm destroying you though back to the our competition you're down three nothing we're on to ping pong next you feel confident in this are we doing five or seven games we should probably just do five i would do
1: five the game's to 21 i mean that's a lot of ping pong best of five yeah
2: well maybe even best of three
1: eh, let's start thinking best of five no we need to decide right now best of five yeah that's first one to three we could play to yeah. 11 best of seven nah, 21 win by two First one to three wins. That's the five. Yep. All right. Let's do it. I'm embarrassed.
2: Just shame. Like, I think of myself as an athlete, and I am not happy with that performance. And that is, it's inspiring me to get back into shape. I'm not even kidding. I'm telling you, Yeti, two months from now. Or it's going to be like, oh, Chris, it seems like you've been, in... it's the damn basketball. I went out and played basketball, and I was not what I wanted to be, so it's changed me. Greg, are you going to be able to say, say the same in two months? Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I tell you, I
0: was embarrassed. I was so embarrassed for both of you that I really wanted to make time to go to the park yesterday and shoot some. What do you think you'd do? see what I could do out of 50. What do you think? I, I think I could get 60%. All right. All no, right. no way. Oh, wow. <laughs> It'll be outside, too. So Have you played basketball right? like recently at all? No, I haven't shot in at least a year. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's not actually that long. All right, we'll see. Yeah, you should
2: try it. Record it. Let, let us know. We'll play it in next week's. I mean, it can't be any less interesting than our... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of that, my dad and I... Well my, mainly my dad we played golf later this week so it's been a real active week for Greg Cody. Yeah. So uh we we just kinda didn't do ping pong. Oh,
0: no, no. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so so now I've got to re-record another voiceover, you know, 10 events, 6 weeks. Oh no, no, no. Right, 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 right. <laughs> or maybe we'll do
2: 3 in 1. Who knows.
0: No, it's just joking Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're, we're realizing like you know we'll, we'll get it done we're just you know we're not going to kill ourselves right. and we had the sunday we, we tried to squeeze golf in and we were going to play ping pong in the eve in the evening and my oh, yeah. dad on like the 16th hole hit me with like what do you think we just don't play ping pong and i'm like yeah. you know what that's okay that
1: ain't happening and
2: look <laughs> i think us doing that is funnier than anything we would have done in the ping pong uh
1: well it's funnier than me uh not losing again i mean right so it's 3 nothing. Because ping pong, I'm going to beat you. I know that. Okay, here we go. Okay.
2: Just know that going into next week, it is three nothing. young son, in the Cody Olympics.
1: That's true. Yeah. We're doing ping pong next week for sure. Yes. And I'm supremely confident. Yeah. Like I, I like the,
2: we, last week, we said we were doing ping pong this week. So I like the idea of us just
1: continually
2: not doing ping pong and every week <laughs> saying that we're doing ping pong next right. week.
1: That'll be my ace in the hole because if I continue winless... I know I've got ping pong in the bag. Yeah.
0: I have a feeling this ping pong is gonna be really, really difficult to watch.
2: Don't let this basketball thing get you thinking that I'm out of my game. I, I had I had a weak moment, I'm
1: gonna be back. Okay. I mean I play I play ping pong like a pro. Okay. Look like at Olympian. Here we go. Alright, well this is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. All right.
0: All right. So sh- should we remind everybody about the website? Yes. Oh, please. Yes. Okay, I'm okay, excited everybody. about that. Yeah.
2: They do I want do you the go full to pitch. The Greg- yeah. Do the full
0: pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to go to thegregcodeshow.com. That's going to be a place where you can find all of our episodes. They'll all update there within within an hour after launch. They'll pop up. You can get to whatever player you want to. We'll have our YouTube videos. We'll, we'll show up there. And most importantly... Oh, you'll be able to leave us reviews from TheGregCodyShow.com dot on you know um, on Apple and you can rate us on Spotify there as well, so please do that. Um, you can subscribe from there. You can also leave us voicemails. That will be when we do voicemail segments, there's a little microphone in the bottom right here. Wait, yeti, so you are, can leave us voicemails. Are messages. you
2: saying there's a one stop shop for everything Greg Cody show? Wow. So it's a one shot Shit.
0: It's a one-stop shop for everything on the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. All can be found at thegregcodyshow.com. Uh, but most importantly, you can click the little shop link up in the top right-hand corner, and you can get our merchandise right now. We've got shirts, we've got hats. We'll have a mystery item every week or every month. Yeah. We'll be releasing a new random item, so stay tuned. We'll have new designs coming out every few weeks or every every month or so. So stay tuned there. But go ahead and shop today.
1: Yes, please.
0: And we're going to be
2: doing, uh, you know, contests and, you know, giveaways and ways to engage with you guys. And, you know, if you show us that you're supporting us, we're going to be doing cool things with our listeners. Um, we've, yeah. we've done, like, you know, Zoom hangouts, Zoom happy hours for people, you know. So, you know, if you support us, we're going to be hanging out with you because this is like, uh, this is a big deal for us to launch something like this. And Greg Cody thinks it's going to be a huge flop. So let's prove him wrong. Yeah. Okay. Show, show him Greg Cody Show listeners that, you know, you're going to come strong for us. Heyo. Okay, so uh, hubba, hubba.
1: let me ask a dumb question. Here we go. Um, and if it's really dumb, then edit this out. The only place to, to get the merchandise is through the store link in the website. Yeah, right? you go to the gregcodyshow.com and there's a shop link or store link,
2: one of the two. You cl- it's at the top. It's in the main, one of the main menu options is shop or store. I don't know which one it is, but click that and boom, it's all of our stuff. It's easy to, it's, it's affordable. It's great. And it's soft too. If you notice, I've been wearing the Yeti shirts a lot recently. It's because it's the same material and I love, and Yeti's wearing the shirt right now. I'm telling you, I wanted to try these shirts before we put them out there. These are good
0: shirts. You know, I sent one for you and your dad and you've worn them both.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I never got one oh oh you're saying that one was for each of us yeah look at this yes. guy my bad <laughs> he just
0: assumes they're both for him jesus I just assumed greg hated my shirt
1: yeah <laughs> you know? no i never got your shirt no yeah that was just i thought <laughs> this guy this guy yeah that's my bad i like the
2: shirts like i said i like the shirts all right so check out our stuff the greg Cody we're really excited about this we're nervous about it give us your feedback show us that you're liking it show us what you don't like um but yeah help if you support us we're, we're we'll support you like we'll we'll shop at your store send us the links to your there you go to your stores as well yeti i'll buy a shirt from you yeah like we're gonna let's all support each other yeah, kumbaya this is baby. taking forever let's get this episode over all right
1: on. yeah pod family love you all you know all that uh go to the go to the merch store right, we already said that yeah buy like crazy it was a fun episode it really was uh hal phil thank you guys both for uh cameoing on here and uh you can't Blue believe or lean. yeah or lean oh yeah Cody. my lovely wife and um You'll never believe what we have in store for next week's episode. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. I don't even know.
0: Don't forget it's Mother's Day. Buy things for
1: your mom. Oh, good. Good on you. Yeah. That kind of thing. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. That kind of thing.